I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Surskit. At the edge of my primary school's playground ran a little stream and a pond. Though of course to us as little children, it seemed like a mighty river and a grand lake. Tiny shrimp-like creatures swarmed in the depths. In the spring we might see tadpoles and even a frog, and in the summer dragonflies made it their hunting grounds. The most fascinating creatures were what we called water boatsmen, floating bugs who propelled themselves with long legs like oars, and the even more bizarre water striders, who actually appeared to walk along the surface. At the time, it seemed like magic to a gaggle of pre-teens obsessed with fantasy animals from Japan. Surskit is Pokemon's answer to the Water Strider. Naturally enough, it's a water and bug type Pokemon. Surskit has a round blue body with four simple pin-like legs. Its head is topped by a yellow horn like a hat, and its face consists of a pair of big cute eyes and pink cheeks. Its appearance is very similar to a Skeeter, the enemy which walks on the surface of water levels in Super Mario games, starting with Super Mario 64. Like a real-life water strider, Surskit can walk on the surface of the water. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl told us, It appears as if it is skating on water. It draws prey with a sweet scent from the tip of its head. In the anime and the 3D games, Surskit is depicted with a surprisingly graceful movement, gliding across the water or ice and avoiding attacks. This movement, combined with its round body and odd head protrusion, is reminiscent of a curling stone. As I've no doubt mentioned before, I live in Nagano, Japan. Before I came here to interview for my day job, the only thing I had ever heard about Nagano was that the curling in the Nagano 98 Olympics N64 game is pretty good. Real-life water striders are able to stay on the water's surface, thanks to the way the perpendicular feet of their legs interact with the water's surface tension, a quirk of water molecules which makes them form chains of a slightly elastic nature. Surskit, however, appears to be standing atop the water on the pointy ends of its feet, which the game gives a different explanation. Pokemon Ruby tells us, From the tips of its feet, Surskit secretes an oil that enables it to walk on water, as if it were skating. This Pokemon feeds on microscopic organisms in ponds and lakes. The other curious thing about Surskit is its other secretion. Pokemon Sapphire tells us, If Surskit senses danger, it secretes a thick sugary syrup from the top of its head. There are some Pokemon that love eating this syrup. Of course, bees produce honey. But there are many other insects who produce a sweet byproduct as they chomp on flowers, called honeydew. Surskit's Japanese name, Ametama, is a reference to this. While Ame means rain and Tama can mean sphere, and of course it is close to Amenbo, the Japanese name for a water strider, Ametama most sounds like Amedama, the Japanese word for candy. The English name, Surskit, 
obviously just comes from surface, as in the water's surface where it lives, and skitter, the way it moves. At level 22, Sir Skit no longer needs to skitter, nor indeed skate, surf, or stride. Now it can fly when it evolves into Masquerade. Masquerade is an initially very odd-looking, moth-like Pokémon. It has a very small body, what appear to be large and pointed wings but are actually antenna, an elongated head, and some small, panel-like lower wings, which at first seem like feet. Squint a little, and the antenna become ferocious eyes. The body and head and nose, the wings a large and fearsome mouth. Suddenly, the whole bug's appearance is that of an enormous, terrifying face. Mechanically, this manifests in the ability Intimidate, scaring foes and lowering their attack stat when Masquerain joins battle. Pokemon Ruby tells us, Masquerain intimidates enemies with the eye-like patterns on its antenna. This Pokemon flaps its four wings to freely fly in any direction, even sideways and backwards, as if it were a helicopter. And Pokemon Sapphire tells us, Masquerain's antennas have eye-like patterns that usually give it an angry look. If the eyes are droopy and appear sad, it is said to be a sign that a heavy rainfall is on the way. There are numerous species of moth in the real world, with large wing spots which have evolved to frighten away predators with the appearance of eyes. The Japanese name Ame Moth takes Ame, or rain, from the previous evolution and adds moth. Masquerain takes this concept to another level, with the appearance of a full face mask. The English name therefore combines masquerade with rain. Oddly, despite evolving from a water type, and the fact that both the English and Japanese names incorporate the word rain, Masquerain actually isn't a big fan of precipitation. Pokemon Emerald tells us, It intimidates foes with the large eye-like patterns on its antenna. Because it can't fly if its wings get wet, it shelters itself from rain under large trees and eaves. And Pokemon Moon tells us, Its wings and antenna don't cope well with moisture. After a rain, it faces sunward to dry off. This makes Masquerain sound quite fragile, which ultimately it is. Its attack and defense, particularly physical, are weak stats. HP is even worse. Masquerain does have a little in the way of speed and special attack, and the move Quiver Dance can boost that into something fun to play with, but Masquerain won't be lighting the competitive scene on fire anytime soon. There's a reason it instead attempts to scare foes away with an intimidating appearance. In a series with no shortage of moth and butterfly Pokémon, including two others in this very generation, Masquerain was in serious risk of being forgettable, but luckily this Pokémon family draws from enough insect weirdness to keep things interesting. Music for Luke Love's Pokémon was composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want to help keep it online, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. While you're there, why not check out the other podcasts me and my pals create? I love it when listeners get in touch. Hit me up on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN. I want to hear why you love these monsters, whether it's a Pokemon we've already covered or one that's coming up. 
Next up are Shroomish and Slackoth, so please let me know your thoughts on those. I love Surskit, and remember, I love you too. <laughs>